0: No, I'm going to be Roman this time. No, I want to be Roman. I want to wear the vest. You always get to be Roman. I want to be Roman this time. But I never get to Superman punch you. Wow, it's Fat Mark. Look, there, out in the crowd, it's Fat Mark. Faster at bashing WWE than a speeding Bullet Club pan. More opinionated than Jim Cornette. Able to fantasy book Wrestlemania with a single tweet. That's right, kids. And I'm here to
1: tell you you're both stupid.
0: Wow. Wow. Wait, whoa, wait, what?
1: What did he say? You might as well be arguing about who's Baron Corbin or who's Shane McMahon.
0: Wow, Fat Mark, that that's not really cool.
1: Well, if you kids want to be cool, listen to the Draft Podcast on thedraftpod.com. And remember,
0: Roman says! Thedraftpod.com. It's the American way. and students the jabroni university network is now in session please make your way to class
1: what is that the future of radio you jabronis
0: From Fabulous Studio B Plus in Brinkton, Florida, it's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling. I'm your host, Daniel Solorzano, and it's just me today. No musical accompaniment. So, we're on night three of G1 Climax, and already, Bonesaw has abandoned our charge. So, we're going to get right into it, but first, we're going to do a little business in front. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at JU Wrestling, and on Twitter at JU underscore wrestling, and of course, at JabroniU (laughs) <laughs> wrestling.com Jesus Christ. Want merch? You can find JU Wrestling Gear at our Threadless store at com. Please rate and review and give us that sweet Dave Meltzer 5 star and remember, I'm trying as hard as I can, <laughs> please. We need the stars so bad. Also, you can uh, email us at Wrestling at gmail.com if you want to talk, have any comments, etc. Uh, remember to like, share, retweet, and subscribe and Will be golden, so let's get on into this. So night three of G1 Climax thirty one, and we're coming from the home of the B leagues, Earth Friends Tokyo Z, the Oda City General Gymnasium. Uh, it's September twenty third, twenty twenty one, and first match of the night. And this is the this is the big news. I can't even believe I, I I've already known this all week. I've been sitting on it, and now now I got to remind you. Okay, first things first. Tetsuya Naito is out, uh, injury. He tore his, MC, uh, his ACL and his meniscus, or whatever. His his knee is just destroyed now, so he's completely out. So now with these matches, we get a special singles match to substitute. Everyone gets an automatic two points, except for Zacky Big Techers, who had to earn it the hard way by, you know, putting the hurt on Naito in the first place uh so yeah that that sort of gets you up to speed and then you know also before we start getting into things we got some five star matches new crop of those i always like to bring those up and night one ishii takagi got five and a half stars and it was really good five and a half stars good i'm who am i who am i to say no an objective person yeah right and, uh, also independent of new Japan pro wrestling, Danielson Omega got five stars. It, pretty sweet. So if you haven't seen either of those matches, just stop what you're doing and go see it straight away. All right. Now getting into the card and for a special singles match, I, I am going to end up still rating these. And this ended up being number four for me. We got Tonga versus Yuji Nagata in a special singles match. And Tangalo is really feeling this match. You know, I like the energy. It, there's a little bit of pressure off because there's no, he already got his two points. Uh, o, uh, Nagata puts the OG Nagata lock on him. And so uh, Nagata's, you know, tre- treating it a little seriously too. And I like that. Tongaloa walks up like Haku <laughs> to avoid the Na- Nagata kicks, but then eats an exploder suplex. <laughs> And it was uh, he hu- hulks up that's what I wrote sloppy handwriting he hulks up like Haku it was just, he got it in his face it was very good and I love that every time Tongaloa wins a match they have to call ape shit <laughs> it just it always gives me a chuckle because it's almost like they don't want to do it but they have to so there you go Tongaloa hits ape shit he gets the pin in 15 minutes and 35 seconds and that's about all there is for that one. We're going to move on. And keep in mind, this show's going to be nice and fast because I, when I don't have Bonesaw here to distract me, I, I I get through the material really quick. We got Big O versus Toriano, and this is a big old number five for me. As I imagine, most of the matches with Ocon are going to end up being. I think he's a really good le- wrestler. He's not my cup of tea. And so let's get into this. Just some random notes here. Okan brandishes his lopped off hair from the New, from the new Japan Cup. And Yano is just profusely apologizing. Alright, I, I take back what I say about Okan. It's, see, this is good because you get to kind of see Okan... Like... Not being silly per se. But him kind of jamming his hair into Yano's mouth. It is objectively kind of silly. So to just... To see some other dimension of Okan other than I'm big, scary Okan is, is nice to see. And, you know, this just goes to show that Yano can work a match with anyone and it'd still be entertaining. Oh, look at that. Okan is strangling Yano with the braid. <laughs> Alright, I might have to double back on some of my opinions here. <laughs> I felt like I was just watching it and absorbing it and Writing notes, and now that I'm reading them back, it's, it seems kind of funny to me. Oh, now he's just strangling him barehanded. <laughs> uh, and here's here's something that you might not have known. Aussie Open is part of the United Empire, and they honestly don't have a little bad, you know, not a bad little faction going on for these guys at the moment. Yano yelling sorry for introducing the handcuffs, and he and he chucks them away into the crowd. <laughs> <He's just laughs> oh man, I love Yano. I always love the turnbuckle dragon screw, and those are want to happen during Yano matches, and it happened during this one, and it was, it was great as it always is. Well, Yano is cuffed to the barricade, and it looks he looks to be up Shit's Creek. And he really got every like last millisecond of that twenty count. Uh, he he breaks it up and he makes it in. Uh, makes it back in the ring. He wrestles for about ten minutes. He eats an eliminator and he gets pinned in eleven minutes thirty seconds. Uh, who the hell cares? Uh, LOL. Yano blasts Okan in the jewels. <laughs> this ain't over. And. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going to have a rivalry with someone like Great O'Con, eh, make it be make make the other person be on it, why not? All right, number 5 for me and now let's you know move move on into Yujiro Takahashi versus Kenta, which really earned its number 3 spot over over the first two matches. So, Chris and Kevin are interpreting Peter's interpretive dance and it's just Peak G1 silliness. We're we're day three now. They're, we've all settled into our groove. And it's just going to get more absurd from, from here. With these sort of antics. Yujiro uh, denies Kenta the too sweet. And then he tries his luck. <laughs> so Kenta tries his luck with Peter instead. And he gets denied. <laughs> oh man. It's... So good. Oh, damn, Yujiro denies him again. Alright, so after gyrating in front of Peter, Kenna, penna, penna, Kenta has a chance to win by count-out after surprising Yujiro with a DDT, but he declines and rolls him back into the ring. And this is, you know, not or th- actually this is the the first. I can't remember if there was if there was a, a bullet club on bullet club th- the first night. I got to look at that really quick because there there were so many bullet club people in this thing. Let's see. The first night was Yudro Ibushi, Tanlo Big O, Kenta and Yano, Naito and Zeki the Windy man. Ishii and Takagi. Okay, so this is the this is the first night that we're getting Bullet Club on Bullet Club and they are doing sportsmanship and I really like it and also it is a uh, it's funny to me that G1 Climax just has this ability to renew my interest in bullet club every once in a while cuz i always say like i i love bullet club and then i just sort of forget that i love them and then g1 always makes me go like oh yeah the it's these sorts of things that remind me that i love bullet club all right yujiro won his first match as clean as a sheet as <laughs> as yujiro's match as clean as clean as uh, as a Ujiro match could be won, the, uh, Kevin Kelly says this, and, and then Chris Charlton goes, "Yeah, it was probably about as clean as his actual sheets." <laughs> and yep, it's it's day three, all right. Ujiro reverses, go to sleep with a DDT, and it was just smooth as butter. And would you look at that, this match is starting to get exciting. Uh, Kenta reverses a low blow into a game over, and Yujiro taps out in 15 minutes and 48 seconds. And look at that. Good Bullet Club sportsmanship as they two-sweet and the Bullet Club theme hits. And they say there's no honor amongst thieves. And... This this is not the uh, first bullet club on bullet club that we that we get during this show or re- this show being New Jabroni Pro Wrestling, and we're gonna move on to the number two match of the night Ishi versus Kota Ibushi, another replay from last year and uh, man what a replay, as Ishii relentlessly lacerates Ibushi's chest. I'm reminded that if you want to break apart the pneumonia in someone's lungs, you. You go to the stone pit bull. That, that's, that's what you do. And then he, you know, turns your lungs into dust. And then hopefully they heal back into the shape of lungs. And then and then you're better again. Slap fight. And Kotobushi kicks the fuck out of Ishii. And yeah, this match is, you know, violent as, you know, uh, these Ishii matches are wont to be. Super clean plancha. Uh Jesus Christ Ishii charges Coda and he went flying. I felt like a bunch of people were tackling each other in this tournament and Ishii just like got all of Coda. He he just fucking flipped and just went all over the place. Uh what a stall superplex from Ishii. You know, you know, make it up for not hitting the first one the first night. And this one was just super clean. It had a big long stall on it. Oh, Ishii's corpse kicking Coda's head. Uh-oh, I think Murder Coda is going to come out to play. I mean, and he sort of does, but he doesn't really disregard. The knockout shots come so abruptly in this match. Jesus Christ. And I mean, just when you think the match is starting to lull, somebody just hits someone so hard that it just puts them on their ass. Kota kicks the fuck out of Ishii's head and he just blasts him with a headbutt like ah man it's that sudden explosiveness that can happen anytime in this match it's just so great all right that might be the ugliest win Koda has gotten in a long time after after he hits Kamagoya and he gets the pin in 17 minutes and 42 seconds and you know honestly I would say so Kevin Kelly I felt like that match ramped down a little bit after the 15-minute mark. Uh, story-wise, these two beating each other in mush makes that ending make a lot of sense. And, you know, sometimes maybe it's okay for something to make sense more for it than to be good. It would be nice if it could be both. But I've kind of come to peace with, okay, they just beat each other so hard that either of them could you know, barely... Do anything they could to to get out of the match, and I, you know, I think I like it for that. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a number two for sure. And now the main event: ZSJ versus Old Dragon Tits. <laughs> My first note is fuck. I love Shingo, but yeah, fuck. I love Zack Saber Junior. All right. This is a great match of personalities, and Shingo's one-step-ahead-of-you style works really well against Zaki's techers. Also, him throwing up the LIJ fist at the start of the fight is just... Oh, it's just fucking cheeky. Shingo reverses an arm drag into a Uranagi, and it was really dope. Uh... Zack Sabre Jr. gloms on the Shingo's front side at warp speed and Shingo reverses him into a suplex. And <laughs> it's, it's a nice display of Shingo's power and it just happened very quickly. And it was very good. Uh, these guys reversing the reversed reversals is so fucking good. Shingo goes for a figure four. Zack Sabre Jr. kicks him away. But Shingo uses the momentum to bounce off of the ropes into a sliding lariat that ZSJ catches, rolls through, and he twists his arm up with a standing leg twist. And it's like, there are these sequences in this match that just happen like that. Reversing the reversed reversals. This match was the shit. Look at Shingo with some clutch submission maneuvers. And... Yeah, it's just Shingo show, showing off some stuff here. Uh, we got La Mystica, And, man, ZSJ is going for it with these submission holds in this match. Ooh-wee! Shingo kicks out of a Zack Driver and the crowd is raucous. And, oh, man. Man, this match was so good. Holy God. Whoa! Shingo takes that leg drop and turns it into a maiden in Japan, <laughs> and it was. I I love, I love that some of these guys have been taking their offensive maneuvers and turning them into the defensive maneuvers, and man, it, it was it was very good. Holy fuck! When ZSJ had sing- uh, Shingo's arm locked up, and Shingo kept trying to power out of it. Like, this is right at the end of the match. And then Zach really, like, cinched it. I was like, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. this, This is the end of the match. Because I knew, inevitably, it was happening when Shingo tapped out at 27 minutes and 17 seconds. And it makes sense because who is believably going to beat Shingo in this tournament? Because... You know, you look at tournaments of the past, and I th- I think, e- okay, even if Shingo were going to win, he could still comfortably absorb three losses, and so when you look at everyone in this block, like, who, who's going to beat Shingo? Naito, he's out, so Shingo already got his two points from that. Zack Sabre Jr., it, you know, that's... That's something that, that happened that well. And then, you know, if we look at everyone else in this, in this city, he's already had his match with Ishii that he won. And then really the only other person I would think is Kota Bushi. Uh, I, I, a great Okan, it, it since they're on this charge to make him look strong. And like, that's... It probably. I don't see Kenta winning his match, and I don't see Yujiro Takahashi winning his match. Even though he, you know, beat Kota Bushi, that's neither here nor there. I, it's who who knows what's what's going to happen. But a, a a lot of a lot of this sort of really makes me want to see Zack Saber Jr. get the rocket strapped to his back, and you know, hell, make it to the finals. As for who's in the opposite field, I mean who who knows? Uh Okada's in the opposite field, and I feel like we have not been giving him enough shrift for like neither of us even considered that Okada might win the B block, but you know, it's we'll we'll be reminded of how stupid we are when we when we get into the B block. So Zack Saber Jr cuts his his after match promo and he says you know how i won this match kevin kelly <laughs> he's like "He's like all right, I'll, 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 it, outrageous tecker <laughs> two, two down seven dickheads to go as you were drops the mic and i'm i'm really hoping zack sabre junior gets some work done during during this thing and now we're going to get on to the post match commentary Oh my god, Big Ocon has gone crazy, and now he thinks he and his braid are destined to be king of pro wrestling belt. <laughs> and he is basically cutting the whole promo like he's Venom. So, you know, that's, that's funny. Why not? Yujiro says, Hey Peter, what is it you call Kenta? Kenchan? Who was cooler today? And Peter's kind of sort of like, eh, yeah, you had a very sexy dance. You just like, that's what's up. (laughs) I always feel like Yujiro's post match comments are kind of weird and it's funny. Oh, his point, and a very paradoxical one, if not true, by, you know, biting Kenta's catchphrase a little bit there. You have my respect, Kenta. Fucking Bullet Club sportsmanship. I love it. Kenta comes out. You're fat as as usual. I win, then you show up. You're getting fatter, aren't you? The cameraman nods. Fatty. He's just fat-shaming the cameraman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., I've been waiting for three years for that match since the day old Dragon Bollocks got here. <laughs> that's the Japanese dragon done. I wonder where the American dragon is. Ah, oh, man. Well, that's that's what you can expect from expect from Zacky Big Tackers, the Human Udon Noodle, the Windy Man, the Long Mover, Zacky Big Bloody Tackers. And that concludes the events of night three. Any questions, both Oh, so- Well, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at jaburniywrestling at gmail.com. And what we have forward to look to forwardness in its forward being. I could edit, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. A block action coming up on September 26th, and that's out right this moment. So you listened here, and then you got excited, and you're like, screw this, I gotta go watch some more G1. It's out right now, go watch it. We got a special singles match, uh, Dragon Bollocks, Shingo Takagi versus Yuji Nagata, and I'm sure that one's gonna be a grand old opener. We got Yujiro Takahashi vs. Great Ocon great We got Yano vs. Tongaloa. We got Ishii vs. Kenta. And the main event, Kota Bushi vs. Zack Sabre Jr. And I'm sure that one's going to be great. And as soon as this show's over, I'm going to go watch it. So that we can report to you next time. And, you know, hopefully, uh, old Bonesaw will be back. I'm going to go take a commercial break really quick. And then we'll be back. Baby having trouble sleeping? I've tried everything. Why not try the Trap Podcast? Well, how does it work? Easy. It is BORING! <sighs> the Trap Podcast is boring and it puts babies to sleep. Which means if you listen to the Trap Podcast, you are
1: BORING! I'm I dead. am not Daniel, and that is definitely not Bone
0: Song. Oh no! If you are a boy, baby! Listen to the Draft Podcast at jabroniyou.com. If you are not a boy with me, listen to new Jabroni Pro Wrestling at jabroniyou.com. All right, I'm back, baby. Who were those guys? Why would they say such terrible things about the Draft Podcast? Those guys are so nice. For Night Four action, we're still at the Oda City General Gymnasium, and we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. We got Goto vs. Tanahashi, and the showcase of Fabulous Abs is taking a backseat to the showcase of the U.S. title. Good good for Tanahashi. Also, I like that he has this title on because now it means he's going to win a lot of matches. And, you know, hopefully the people that do end up being Tanahashi end up getting some title shots down the line. We would see some interesting matches there. All other Sling Blades are null and void. Tanahashi is the only master of the Sling Blade as he proves time and time again that his Sling Blades just look so frickin' good. Ooh-wee! Sneaky Tanahashi with an inside cradle victory in 14 minutes and 10 seconds, and Goto is disappointed. And uh, this match was very decent. Um... But it, but it's number five, uh, out of out of everything that was on here, it's it, it's number five, and well, yeah, you, know, you if you don't know how I know how I feel about Goto, it's that I I've won, I've tried, I've tried so hard to see what everyone else sees in Goto, I just can't, I just can't figure him out. I'm trying, you know, I with Tanahashi, I you know felt the same way before, and then I figured it out, and then you know Tanahashi's great. All right, uh, we're moving on. We got Tamatanga versus Chase Owens, and this one I rated number three, but only because I have more notes than the next match. I feel like both of these matches were of commensurate quality. Yeah, they, they were. They were both. They were both good. They deserve the tie. All right, getting into it. Little clean rope break, baby, too sweet. Like it. More bullet bullet club sportsmanship. Just very much enjoying that. Off comes Tomataga's shirt, so you know he means business. I love when people do baseball slides, and Chase Owen's been doing them, and I just think it's a really great move. Just slick, right under the legs. Chase does a hip-toss neck-breaker transition, and it was pretty Tama had had a really stanky Death Valley driver, <laughs> and it was, it, ooh, it was, uh, very good. Um, I, you know, I always suspected that Chase Owens had a lot of hidden techniques up his sleeve, and about the time he transitioned a Tiger driver into an STF, my suspicions were confirmed, and... I'm hoping that as this tournament goes on, he opens up a little bit more and we like really get to see the uh, skill because I, I was like, okay, this match is exciting. The gun stun out of the package pile driver reversal was wild and I got Tomatonga the pin in 12 minutes and 59 seconds. More Bullet Club sportsmanship and the Bullet Club theme hits. I'm loving this G1 if not for the wrestling. Chase and Tom will walk out arm in arm, and oh man, do we ever have fucking excellent post-match commentary from Tom and Tonga after this one. Stay tuned. Next match coming up, Jeff Cobb, Yoshihashi, and I I, I called these two matches a, a tie. I just wrote a four next to it because it had slightly less notes. Cobb puts Yoshihashi in a stall and Starts a crowd clap on his back and just tosses him. (laughs) It's Jeff Cobb is very good. Holy God, he just drop kicked Yoshihashi halfway across the ring, and Yoshihashi went flying. And just good sell on the Cobb power. Oh man, especially when he was doing those left right chop forearm combos in the in the corner, and it was just pop 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 pop. It was ooh, it was a very good. Yoshihashi's repeated attempts at a power bomb pay off with a destroyer out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> you know, people will probably say that the destroyer is a, a really overused move today, but it is really fun when the person you least expects would you know throw one out. <laughs> and yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that, so it's good on Yoshihashi. Karma fake out into a small package, and that was very good. Uh, Jeff Cobb tackles Yoshihashi's soul out of his body when he allows him to hit Tour of the Islands for a pin in 13 minutes and 21 seconds, and was it really going to happen any other way? I think we move on to the uh, next match, and since I don't have anyone here, I'm calling this one match of the night. Sonata versus Taichi, and I always love when... Tai Chi specifically serenades, You know what? I'm going to stop myself for a second. I'm going to call it night, match of the night, and I'm going to pencil it in. I'll maybe, I may take bone salts uh, into consideration when when we uh, when we talk on Monday or whenever the next show is. I, I've got it written down. Don't worry about it. All right. I always love when Tai Chi specifically serenades the wrestlers, and he just locks eyes with Sonata from the middle of the ring. Uh, tai Chi. Casually pushing Marty Asami off of him as he tries to, you know, do the pre-match check. <laughs> it's, just <laughs> it's just like get the fuck off of me! You know, I gotta check me. I I I, I liked it. I can't believe I thought there wouldn't be a peck pop off in this match. I really thought they were gonna go all business and then they and then they start doing peck pops and it's it's delightful. I'll say it again, we're seeing an extra nimble Chi this year and. It, it's it's very good I I like it because it's at odds with his I don't want to get up type of personality <laughs> all right right around the time Tai Chi no sells that tiger driver <laughs> he just popped right back up it was very good they each dole out a quick succession of punishment that causes both of them to fall out of the ring and it's it's just very good like they both beat each other into exhaustion until they can't stand up and they both fall out of the ring. It was it was great. They cap off the very methodical kicking forearm exchange with tai Chi laying Sonata out with a rolling elbow and uh, he laid him out cold. And everything about this this match was very methodical. Like, th- like they really took their time with this match. It, it, it was very, very good. Pinning exchange at twenty minute mark, absolutely excellent. Like they were, they were going off the, off the chain, doing their their usual, you know, their Gato clutches and their victory rolls and just just everything that they do. And every time Sonata was like trying to go back for that bridge on the pin, uh, Taichi was just pushing him off. He what? he started strangling him from the, from the from behind, and I I was just like, this is this is great. Holy fuck, that Enziguri Taichi hit after the jumping knee was immaculate. It just clapped. It was very good. Taichi hits Black Mephisto and pins Sonata in the middle of the ring in 25 minutes and 15 seconds. And you gotta wonder if the impetus for them to put on such a good match is because evil is the main event. (laughs) I to be to be fair, Okada is also the main event. It. It's re- it's really easy to hate on evil. It, it's really easy to hate on evil, but you know, evil stuff is going to happen. So that's that's whatever. I love that Taichi receives his victory from the ref sumo style. He's been doing the whole sumo thing, and I and I really enjoy it. And the main event, and I and I called it number two, but it was it was it was very good considering that, you know, it was across evil, but you know, when you're across Okada, it's hard for you to have a bad match. But to be fair to Evil, he did some some really unsuspected things in this match, and let's just I'll I'll just I'll just get into it and you know, we can we can talk about it. We got Okada slingshot senton, and your boy is just looking hot. And I, I mean, mm, like, I uh, the the thought popped into my head. Just, his hair looks perfect. <laughs> He's just looking really great. Uh, Abe already has a concerned look in his eye. LOL, and then of course he eats the table. <laughs> And, it, man, it is funny. He, he he braced for impact. It was good. You know, this might th- this match might actually end up being great if they could, you know, keep it in the ring. But, you know, that's not going to happen. Just kidding. Abe eats the table again. <laughs> and thus proving me wrong, I felt like actually some of the best stuff ended up happening on the outside of the ring. Just so... Uh, to me, the, the Abe table thing is never not going to be good. You could just do a whole match where just driving someone into the into the table, into Abe's table until they get a ring out. 20 count. Okay. And speaking speaking of things that happened on the outside that were really good, Evil sets Okada up in a chair, and he you know, basically runs to hit a Yakuza kick, and Okada pops up out of the chair, and, like, Evil is going 100 miles an hour, and Okada just pops up out of the chair, hits a drop toehold, and Evil just hits the chair at, like, a million miles an hour. It was fucking excellent. I'm so glad the Rainmaker pose is back. And, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with the cheating if it were interesting. And, fortunately, in this match, there were a lot of parts where... You know, it, it was super interesting, um, but the general you know the way that evil runs his match that has the the cheating built into it, like uh, I don't I don't go for it. So these little variations made it uh, very fun to watch this. Uh, like I don't know, Okada shotgun <laughs> drop kicking Dick Togo's soul out of his body. Oh man, and yeah, you know, that's what you get for te- cheating, Dick Togo. But yeah, he it, it was it was very good. Everything is Okada, and he hits a landslide tombstone, and he hits a rainmaker, and Okada gets the pin in 21 minutes and 46 seconds, and it, 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 this match earned its number two, like like for sure. I mean, I'm sure someone would make the make the argument that it's number one, and uh, you know. If you'd like to make that argument, why don't you go ahead and email us at wrestling at gmail.com. And, you know, it's we'll try to we'll try to get on the next show. You gotta do it in a timely fashion. There's a there's a window here, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Kevin, I know journalists who use objectivity and they're all cowards. And if that isn't this show in a nutshell, I don't know what is. <laughs> this show being new Jabroni Pro Wrestling, of course. Okay. Okada is gonna make it rain on the G1 Climax and he gets another Rainmaker wide shot and I'm so glad it's back very good as we move on to the post-match comments Goto comes out and is like my shoulder was up well the damn it was Tanahashi won that match boy Tanahashi comes out and says I'm sure there will be a match in this G1 that'll give people hope well it sure ain't gonna involve evil See, it's, it's very easy to hate on Evil. It's so easy to hate on him. Now, this this is the bread and butter of the of the post-match commentary, and it's it's Tamatanga, and it's very good. I pretty much just wrote everything down. Y'all probably have many questions. Why is Tamatanga in the G1? To those motherfuckers who have questions, it's your fucking lucky month, because I have every single day to answer your stupid questions Fucking questions. I'm here to remind you who the fuck I am. And there's a reason I've been in this game lasting this motherfucking long. I'm the captain of this ship now. Jay White, where the fuck are you? This term is for those who want to protect their throne. And if you don't want that throne anymore, then I'm here to make sure you don't get any. Just fucking wow. And Man, when when we when we thought that there was going to be a change in in leadership anyway, you know, Kent's name was tossed out, and then when Evil joined, like maybe it was gonna be Evil, and then you know, obviously Evil's gonna be the head of House of Torture when that when that happens, it'll you know, it's it's usually a fair assumption that. When you make these sorts of predictions in new Japan, they're they're usually right, and you know just to form a sub faction of Bullet Club, it's evil. Evil will have his own thing, and that's fine. I'm 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 fine with that. Even though a lot of the uh, you know Bullet Club sportsmanship behavior would you know sort of contradict that, or you know maybe in a way it might hint at. Who's gonna stay true to Bullet Club, or maybe they may just you know be like, well, we set it up like this, so we're gonna do it like this," because you know, Yujiro Yujiro being a good sport, you know, e- even though he denied Kenta the the two sweet, eventually he he got it at at the end, and and that was, and that was fine, but you know these these other guys are, you know they're they're being they're being good sports, and you know maybe this is going to be indicative of who ends up staying in bullet club and you know who defects over to you know house of torture this is if house of torture ends up being its own thing i think it will be that you know that's my prediction uh take it with a grain of salt it's just a prediction i only i'm guessing i i don't know i'm i don't have any inside knowledge i'm i'm just floating that around but Tamatanga and this whole thing about him taking over the throne, I like that. I like that he's been, you know, bearing, bearing the chest and putting in work in this G1. And, you know, if he only gets stronger and stronger during this G1, well, man, I'm actually kind of really fucking excited for, for the future Bullet Club. All right. And we'll close off with Tai Chi. And he says, I won, but I look like I lost. (laughs) I think that's something we can all relate to. Okay. Next night of B-block action. Oh, sorry. By the way, that concludes the events of night four, the G1 Climax. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, email us at jabroniurrestling at gmail.com and we'll, we'll talk about it. But... The next night of B block action is going to be September 29th. And we got Taichi vs. Evil. We got Sonata vs. Chase Owens. We got Goto vs. Cobb. We got Takahashi vs. Uh, Tanahashi. Whew. Takahashi ain't coming out yet. Uh, Hiromu, not Yudro. Y- I- Yudro is in the other block. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ta- Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tama, Tonga. And that one should fucking rip. I'm sure, and we got Okada versus Yoshihashi, and th- that that'll be a f- that'll be a fun match too. Um, <laughs> I would kind of really like it if Yoshihashi <laughs> got the win on Okada. I don't think he is. I think with how many, like, seeing as Okada has main evented every night of the B block so far, I'm pretty sure there's a fair good chance Okada is going to do really well in this tournament, but. That would be a real feather in Yoshihashi's hat. That would be fun. So that's what we got coming up for September 29th. And I will read the uh, business in the back here. And then we will be good to go. To check out all the other wonderful podcasts in the U Podcast Network, follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club on Why Did We Ever Meet? Tune in to Biff Radio with Ben Center. Be a fly on the wall in Locals Barbershop After Hours. Listen to all new hip-hop on Flow & Tell with James and Andy. And Draft Pop Culture with Andy, James, and Drew on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. Again, your gateway to follow these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and to like, share, retweet, and subscribe. And we'll just uh, keep on giving you all this... Solid material. Maybe even actually get Bone Saw into the mix next time. So that's it from me, and uh, we'll be back with Night Five action on Tuesday. So, we'll yeah, Night Five is. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch it right now. Then uh, Bone Saw and I will record tomorrow night, and then uh, we'll have that out by Tuesday, or you know, it'll be out. Very late on Monday night, but it'll be out Tuesday for the general public. So that'll be that, and uh, we're good to go. Again, if you have any questions or comments, email us at, at gmail.com. And that's going to be it. We'll see you for uh, night five on Tuesday. I'm your host, Handsome Dan Salores. Now, <laughs> also, uh, I didn't mean to say Handsome Dan. <laughs> i'm supposed to be saying ugly dad uh shout out to uh shout out to grind time wrestling last night uh i wish i could have been there but uh congratulations on new champions financially stable and the baddest man alive leroy shogun all right now we're done i'm your host daniel solorzno take her easy I know what you did. I heard what you said to those kids. I had to. Why? You know how important this is. You know the G1 finals are this weekend. SummerSlam is this weekend. Why did you do it? Because Baron Corbin is terrible.
1: And Shane McMahon is threatening Kevin Owens' career.
0: How the hell does Kevin Owens play into this? Kevin Owens is everything. Owens is the future of WWE.
1: Owens is the white knight. I'm the one who told those kids that Roman sucks.
0: But... The people need you to be the hero.
1: I am whatever the people need me to be.
0: The IWC will hunt you. The
1: IWC will hunt me. They will tweet at me. They will create subreddits about me. But the WWE Universe deserves to have their face rewarded.
0: Fat Mark? Fat Mark! Dad, why is he running? Because it's Monday morning and he's running home. To download the draft podcast at thedraftpod.com. He's a loudmouth guardian, a kayfabe protector, the fat knight. The draft podcast at thedraftpod.com. Not the hero we deserved, but the hero we needed.